my energetic body is so powerful <laughs> that nothing can penetrate it. High Mystery. You and your friends are on a hike deep, deep, deep in the forest. You've gone so far that it seems like all the noise has gone away. Don't realize it legitimately has. The insects aren't making noise anymore. There's no birds chirping. You look around and you notice there's a few strange symbols hanging from the trees. <gasps> carved out of pieces of wood and birds' nests. There are little human figures all around you. Nice, crafty. Must be time for another episode oh, no. of High, High Mystery. Mystery. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's the podcast where we smoke weed. We talk about those mysteries in our universe. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. Nice. <laughs> Today shall be no different than any other day. It's 420 Eve. Woo! I'm excited Woo! to smoke some weed. I'm excited to smoke a lot of weed tomorrow. Uh, today I have with me the Union Electric that I have recently sort of subscribed myself to. It's the hybrid. It's their Fatso strain. Mm -hmm. It's got a little lower THC. It's only at 20.9%. THC. So 29.9? Whereas their sativa is a bit higher. It's like 24 or 20 is still good. Like oh definitely. 17, 18, that's pretty standard. So. And we're we're talking about 170 an ounce, and then they give $10 off an ounce <laughs> at the shop. So it's 160 an ounce. Dope. So yeah, I mean that's that's great. If you're talking about 20% THC, 160 an ounce, I'll buy that all day. I've got it inside of a high hemp wrap, and that flavor is the Maui mango. Okay. By the way, people probably listening to this, this is the Monday after the 420, so we hope you had a great 420. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm just going to be positive and say that I did. It's tomorrow, so we don't know, but I'm going to say it was a lovely 420. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will be. Yeah, uh, barring any unforeseen, you know, global events or something like that, I'm pretty sure it'll be just fine. Sure. Good. We, we smoking? Well, oh. I'll talk about what I brought. Yeah, can I please? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Tell I me what you're smoking. I got these wellies. Little wellies. They're a daily dose of wellness. Um, wellies, isn't that a thing? Isn't that like an Australian, like, put your wellies on? Like, or uh, British? I don't know. It definitely sounds slang. I feel like it's wellies. like slang for putting on your, um, like rain boots or maybe even like the, the, the you know, those overalls that you can stand Okay, in the yeah, the waiters. the waiters. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I feel like wellies is a thing. I, I feel like it is as well. It is definitely what they're calling these pre rolls. Uh, and I <laughs> inside it, it's an indica and it has black orchid, which has 21.80% THC and a 0 0.05 CBD just slipped on in there. Oh, okay. They are named for Wellington boots. Hmm. That's okay. what wellies are. 
So there we go. We've got something. We, we learned something new today. I am still smoking on Sonoma cake. Uh, it has got 27.651% THC. It's by Florical Farms. And it is packed in a Maui Mango High Hemp wrap. Nice. Uh, today, we're going to get high together. We're going to touch our tips together, Yippee! as we often do. If you have something to smoke at home, or if you've got an old edible, partake with us. If you can't, we understand. But for now, we are lighting that blunt. The great thing is, is I feel that a contact high is almost more of a vibrational thing than it is actually <laughs> inhaling the remnants of THC that people are smoking. It's just like a vibe and so like vibes can be transferred through space and time so regardless yeah. if you're like in the room with us or like in your room watching us you should contact high should still be in there so then they're they're getting high off of our supplies that's, exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking like we are basically just as good at smoking a blunt like listen if you can't smoke a blunt just listen to a quick episode of the podcast yeah <laughs> if, you know that's not a guarantee or anything don't come to us if you don't get super baked just listening your brain though will be like oh i got super high and <coughs> your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and just like imagination it's all the same to your brain uh today is my episode um and you might be expecting like a t-bird turner theories. you might be expecting a little bit of cryptid action Broom. It's got a little bit of a couple of those things in there, but it's a pretty unique mystery. It has today. to do with crafting, I'm assuming, right? <laughs> I mean, actually, yes, in a way, it does. You know, it's a very loose form of crafting, but you could argue that it's crafting. It's like summer camp crafting. Yeah. <laughs> today we cover the mysteries of the Forest of the Dolls and La Isla de las Muñecas. Oh, Mm -hmm. I thought for sure this was going to have like Blair Witch <laughs> ties or something. I mean, it's not too who's far to say? Who's to say? No, no, no. Okay, I didn't mean to like, kill that one. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly has some things that are reminiscent of the Blair Witch Project, but we're not talking about the actual Blair Witch because that was, you know, a setup. Is <laughs> that a legit uh, cryptid though? The Blair, Witch? the Blair Witch? Or is that just made for the movie? Didn't we cover that at one point? That it was like. We covered the fact that the Blair Witch Project is a movie and we've seen it. <laughs> but <laughs> whether or not it's the legit cryptid <laughs> that existed before the movie, I do not know. We are on year three at this point of researching mysteries. And it's come to the point where any mystery that we talk about, half the room's going, did we research that? Have we looked that up? Tristan definitely made the point earlier that a lot of times you see a mystery but don't necessarily do the research. Yes. So it could be that kind of situation. 100%. Or you research it halfway through and you're like, oh, this is for another day. <laughs> or exactly. Yeah, like absolutely. This is more of a Colin mystery. You read it and realize, oh, that's that's too long for me to get into right now or what have you. But anyway, I don't remember what started us on that train. But <laughs> today we're talking about a very different mystery. We'll start with the Forest of the Dolls. Starting with the Forest of the Dolls. Yeah. So a 64-year-old nurse who chose to rename, remain nameless was walking in the woods of Canuck Chase on January 28, 2021, 
near Hednesford in Staffordshire, in Staffordshire, England. Staffordshire, England. Yes. Near yes. Hednesford in Staffordshire, Cannon oh, yes. Chase, you know, uh, when she came upon a startling sight. When entering a clearing, she found groups of trees with baby dolls nailed or tied to them. And uh, if you're watching on Twitch, you can see uh, Rob will go through a series of photos here for us. Photo, photo, photo. Five pictures that depict these little dolls hanging out in the woods. Evidence shows that these dolls had been in a place for a minimum of a year, but many believe that they have been there for decades, with the area last being inhabited by a mining community with a school in the 1950s. So yeah, she's just walking through the woods, she comes to a clearing, baby doll, bonanza. Mm. I bet you there's like some antique ones there that are worth like a lot that are like out of... Yeah, like, it's a perfectly preserved uh, little Shirley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's how it ties into the Blair Witch thing. Because they just have all the... No, they had all the little figurines that were up in the trees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in Blair Witch. In Blair Witch. I yes, mean, the whole indeed. symbol was on the cover of the movie. Yeah, you're not wrong. That is correct. I am not wrong on that one. <laughs> A lot of people complained about that movie being like motion sickness issues for them, but I never had that experience. I, I don't think I get that. I don't like it whenever it's in like a fight scene or something like that where it's super just shaky and I'm like, no, just show me the fucking fight. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm with you on that for sure. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think I get sick from it. I just hate it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when she found these suckers, there were around a dozen dolls of different varieties as well as a Ouija board, though the Ouija board did not show the same wear and tear of being out in the woods for a long extended period of time. So probably like left there from whoever like comes and hangs out in this. Or maybe somebody had found it recently before she did. She mm -hmm. was like, oh, you want to know where to do some weird stuff? Yeah, yeah that kind of deal. Let's get witchy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean, there's not too much more information on it outside of that. You can see the variety of dolls. There's like a Barbie doll, and then there's also like the full-size baby dolls. Cabbage Patch. Yeah, there's a good variety of dolls there, and some are nailed to the trees, some are tied to the trees with wire. <coughs> Both of them feel pretty sinister, honestly. It's and it's like from a wide like time range, right? Like it isn't all just like old period dolls. It's because you were saying there's like Barbies and stuff too. Yeah, so. exactly. Because I was going to say maybe it was like from the mining company and it's like children died and so they like, this was like a type of a tombstone type of thing or something. That's an interesting, I mean, theories abound because nobody knows. Like I said, that's like the end of the list of evidence. There's a little more information, but it doesn't give us any clue necessarily to what was up. I mean, I would go the opposite. And maybe while they were mining, those were to symbolize babies born during the whole mining process. And so, like, if you and your wife had a, a baby, you would nail that baby up to the tree. And that'd be like, that's, you know, 
to Oh, are they nailing the baby today? <laughs> Let's nail the baby in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. a village ceremony. They all like march down, watch them nail the baby. I mean, that would be something if like my parents nailed a Barbie doll or something <laughs> to a tree the day that I was born. I would like to go back to that tree and be like, yeah, that's <coughs> that's my, my my Barbie that's <laughs> still on the tree. It's as old as I am right there. They were out of Ken dolls, okay? <laughs> uh, the forest itself is no stranger to odd happenings, with numerous legends happening over the years, including... Oh, no. If Rob would give us picture sticks, the black-eyed... The Black-Eyed Child. So hikers report giggling or screaming, and then a 10-year-old girl with all black eyes appears, attempting to lead them to some dark fate. Is this, this is, I'm assuming, like an artist rendering? I mean, yeah. Yes. (laughs) They don't have photographic evidence of the Black-Eyed Child. Like, let me just pose really quick for you. I mean, yeah, like she's just adding to the blackness by putting on a, a lot of eyeshadow. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like her eye sockets in this picture, where I'm sure it's just a very dilated pupil, and maybe, man, maybe that's it. It's just a very dilated. Maybe she got high as fuck on no. some shrooms. She's like, follow me even to the wonderful Rainbow Land. Even if it's at its most extreme diluted even by drugs or whatever even like when you go to the optometrist or whatever people describe these eyes as being devoid of white entirely having no discernible pupil iris or white just being completely black so i mean and it's interesting because you can read you can read people's first-hand accounts they describe exactly what happened if you wanted to go online and go down that hole so there's uh, at least like a common Whatever, like of all these encounters, like people exactly. all pretty much can like corroborate yeah. each other's stories. And they said as well that, and they didn't list any of the witnesses because I didn't want to dive too deep. We're still, t- you know, the focus here is the dolls. But uh, she, they did say that uh, most of their witnesses were reputable witnesses. And uh, yeah, if you read the stories, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting, pretty chilling stuff. Would they just see the girl? And then she'd like laugh and run away or like... Usually it's like they hear screaming or giggling and then they go closer to the sound to investigate. And then when she finally reveals herself, they either see her quickly and react out of fear and then she's gone or they, uh, she giggles and runs off and they're, they lose her. Okay. But, but everybody who told their story that I read chose not to follow her. Okay. Well... Yeah. I'm so what year did you say this was? I did. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't know what year it is exactly. The, the only thing I noticed of note is that there was a period of 30 years in between the sightings. So she got sighted a bunch back in the day. I don't know when. Let's say the 50s probably because that's the last time the area was well inhabited. And then in the 80s again, let's say sighting started happening again so that's uh-huh. kind of a weird thing well like you were saying it's probably just about like people were living in the area then they weren't sure and now people are like coming back around the area again yeah maybe well maybe now try and follow me on this thread here 
Maybe she was a really big Limp Biscuit fan. Yeah. For sure. And uh, the bassist, whose name escapes me at this time, famously. How dare you? I thought you were into music. <laughs> Sorry. I, I used to know. <laughs> I, I, I would definitely know any other time I'm not stoned. <laughs> what are you saying? You can't recall things when you're stoned? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that. Just I'll be the first person to admit <laughs> this. <laughs> But his hamper me and Tristan, <laughs> whatever. Though. Yeah, I would forget that guy's name all the time. But it's, <laughs> it's like West Borland, right? West Borland, thank uh, you, thank you. If you actually, I don't know if it's still on there, but if you go on West Borland's Wikipedia page, somebody, a clever little guy, put in some. You? No, this no. You? You I, somebody you just saw. Just I, I, I swear not this wasn't me. This was not me. <laughs> <laughs> I happened to be looking the Wikipedia for West Borland up what? like a year ago. We have talked about West Borland I know. entirely too much already. What is it? <laughs> I don't know what, what it says in particular. I think it calls him like a turd sandwich or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 100% grade A turd sandwich. Uh, but anyways, he famously would wear black eyes, yes. and so maybe she was just really into Limp Biscuit. If they stayed a little longer, she would have nailed like a sick. Yeah. Right. Face, right? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, on stage he wore black contacts. All the yeah, time. all the like time. A painted face. And yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But always the black contacts. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, who's to say? Maybe she just. Yeah, she was just a fan of three dollar bill, y'all. Yeah, just a Limp Biscuit <laughs> fan. <laughs> just a ten year old. Limp Bizkit fan girl <laughs> alone in the woods. I mean, they were big in the year like 2000, so. Right. They were a thing? It was yeah. a thing. Anyway, so we have the Dark Eyed Child, another legend that comes to us out of Staffordshire, out of this particular Canic Chase section of forest, is the Pig Man. The Pig Man? Oh. A half man, half pig in tattered clothes with a distorted face, an unmistakable snout. And a shrill pig squeal that can be heard for miles. Sightings go back to the 1940s. I mean, I could just see it being like some feral person or like wood people living out there and then like civilized quote unquote people run into the woods and bump into him and like, oh my God, you're fucking hideous. He's like, what? <laughs> He's like, I just got hit by a shovel when I was a kid, okay? Calls right. my, my nose to swell. <laughs> Another legend is that of black panthers being in the area. Oh. There are several reports of big cats. You can also read those accounts online. Uh, also, UFOs, lights in the sky, Bigfoot sightings, werewolves, and even little green men. So it's just a high traffic... There's like a vortex wormhole there or something that people, yeah. or I shouldn't say people, I should say beings are like, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a highway stop point or whatever. Is it on a ley line? Right? First question. <laughs> first, I mean, first, is it at a transactional ley line too? It's ley lines crossing over each other at this point? It's probably like a crosshatch of ley lines. Like, it's so, you know, there, it's like, you know, when you see an artist do shading with crosshatch. Oh, yeah, the crosshatch. Just, yeah. There's just ley lines crossing over each other, like the beginning of a quilt or something. <laughs> uh, the dolls in the area have since been removed by police. Oh. Yeah, so trying to stop art, man. Trying to silence free speech. It, apparently, they went in there and removed all but one. I know, right? And people went back and saw that there was still the one there, and then they went back and got the last one. This one, you, 
You're deserving to be here. <laughs> yeah, right. But all the other ones must go. You are the original, the most beautiful. <laughs> I um, could, I mean, in one way, I could understand why they would do that. Because, you know, people would be coming over there and just nailing fucking dolls to trees, damaging <laughs> the forest and everything, mm. probably littering, and there would be high traffic and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah, had Maybe. they had the foresight of Instagram, they would have known that it would have been like a selfie hotspot, and they would have left it for the tourism. Yeah, maybe Canic Chase needed the tourism dollars. Maybe they were really missing out on a sweet market. Mm-hmm. Ghost tourism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one. $20 uh, to see the pig man. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine pig man. Come on in and see him. Sir, you've just put pants on that pig. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you the guys from High Mystery? <laughs> it's just me in a cheap dollar store pig snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Running away with a $20 bill. <laughs> yeah. Smoking blunts and sitting there. <laughs> just, I'm a pig. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Really sells it. We already got your 20. <laughs> the next one is the Isla de las Muñecas. Mm. Oh, Isla de las Muñecas, you say? Of course, yes. South of Mexico City, located in the channels of Zocimilco, mm-hmm. there is a Chinampa. You don't chinampa. say it. A Chinampa, yes. A Put chinampa. the Chinampa up, too. Yeah, let me first tell you what a chinampa is. Oh, yes, oh, for all you please. plebeians out there. No, no, what a chinampa Yeah, we, we, might, we might figure out what he does. It actually might be a chinampa, now that oh. I think about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, heard it of that. It's classically pronounced. Yeah. <laughs> a chinampa is a raised spot of soil in a swamp or a low-lying lake or sometimes even like a creek bed. Man-made or just... Man-made. Okay. And it's basically... A little square that you use to cultivate vegetables and crops. And basically, it guarantees that you're always going to have a ton of water mm-hmm. and groundwater because you're in a lake, essentially. So and that's they, what like, they piled all this dirt up in one spot to make like an out of water farm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a little square that they can plant some stuff on. And uh, <clears throat> that. The chinampa, uh, the chinampa that we're talking about is on the Laguna de Teixuilo. That just, I mean, it means nothing to me, but maybe somebody in the area is like, hey, I live there. <laughs> and on this chinampa is located the island of the dolls. Uh, another dolls. Yes, another, oh. dolls. another doll situation. Yeah, the revenge. So dolls of various sizes, styles, and colors are Very found inclusive, these dolls. Right, are found throughout the island, numbering in the hundreds. Uh, if you are on our Twitch, you can see pictures of these dolls and decide how terrifying you think it is on a scale from 99 to 100. And these ones <laughs> are tied and nailed or yeah, there's a varying uh, different. There's a whole different ways, like a whole bunch of different ways that they're uh, hung and decorating the island. Sometimes it seems like they're nailed straight into like a wall. Sometimes there's a string that attaches them between trees, and they'll be like hanging alongside the paths. I guess why. But it's it's a staggering amount of dolls for sure, and you can tell in the pictures. 
Looks like one of those, like, you ever see those cars of, like, people who are hoarders, I'm assuming? And they have just, like, their cars are filled with, like, beanie babies or whatever. Yes. To the brim. (laughs) It seems very similar to that. Or I've also seen, like, people here in L.A. who just, in order to make themselves stand out or whatever, like, cover their entire car with a bunch of Hot Wheels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or, like, we've seen the Hot Wheels car. I think there's a Barbie doll car, too. Barbie doll car is just a, like, random... Um, I've seen... I think I've seen bottle caps. Okay. Bottle okay. cap car. If I you, mean, if you already have a piece of shit car, why not just, you know, zhuzh it up with that? <laughs> Coat it in Hot Wheels? Yeah, why not? I mean, you'd always be recognized as that car. I mean, I feel like they've interviewed that guy before. Mm-hmm. And all he did was just glue a bunch of fucking Barbies to I want to see the person car. who glues a bunch of different size dildos to it. And it's just like <laughs> Just a dildo car drive down the street. Yeah. I feel like you'd get in trouble. Yeah, that. you'd probably get pulled over a lot. <laughs> Uh, if you're noticing sounds of chewing and rustling, that's just the uh, the podcast bunny mate here. <laughs> our our what's the word? <laughs> our bunny sidekicks okay. here in the Mascots. studio. That's the yeah, word. Yeah. Mascots. Uh, anyway, okay. So legend holds that the original owner of the island, a man named Don Julian Santana Barrera, is said to have mounted the dolls himself. Okay, as like an art. Installment. There's a few questionable ideas behind, like, how he got started. But at least it's, like, a known person. It's not, like, mysterious, like, oh, the ghost of the forest or some dead pe- children. Some or... people think that Don Julian is just a claimer. Okay. So that he came to the island later on and then, like, claimed it for himself. Okay. <laughs> but it's generally believed that this is his island. I don't know. You you can weigh in once you hear the explanations of the sure. stories. Uh, Julian was a neighbor to the Barrio de Asuncion, where he used to go to drink polque after having sold his vegetables. Polque. Polque is uh, it's it's an alcoholic drink. It's made from uh, agave. Okay. Okay. And it's like milky and white. Mm. Oh. Yeah. It's an interesting drink. I've only had it one time when I went to Mexico with my parents. Get you drunk? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it'll get you fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like just as standard as drinking rum in other places, but I think it's pretty localized to this spot in Mexico. Yeah, I got to imagine it's pretty similar to tequila because they're both made from agave. It's milky, though. Yeah, that's the one thing that threw me off is the milkiness. It's kind of like soury... I don't know. It's interesting. It's been a long time since I had it, too. Like, 20 years before I was of drinking age. Mm-hmm. But in Mexico, there is no drinking age. Anyway, so he's drinking his polke. He sold his vegetables until, due to his superstitions, he began to preach the Bible and became expelled from the entire sector. So he couldn't hang out at the bar anymore because he just wouldn't shut up about the Bible. All right, they're like, ah, get out of here. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please just stop talking. Jesus died for you to have that shot of tequila. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, God. can I just enjoy the shot of tequila? God. I've been farming all day, bro. I just, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I just want to have my polka. Uh, according to legend, a young girl drowned in the lilies of the canal 
and her body washed up on the banks of the Kinampas. Uh, Don Julian began to experience inexplicable situations, and he was so terrified that he began to place the dolls that he found in the garbage or the canals with the idea that they would scare away the girl's spirit. Apparently, the girl was known to cry out, I want my doll. Okay. Here, take your pick. Yes. Have all the dolls. Jesus, get more dolls on trees. <laughs> At least this is one of the stories. Another story says that he found the doll and believed it to have belonged to the drowned child and so mounted the doll as a sign of respect and then just sort of continued to mount the dolls. Mm-hmm as tribute to, tribute to any other child out there. Another says that he mounts each one and then it takes on the lost soul of a child in oh. the world. Jesus, it's just <laughs> now nailed to a tree. Right. I was on my way to heaven, thought I'd stop by this foot. What? Now I'm nailed to a tree. Well, it depends on how you look at it. You know, is wandering a negative or is it a positive? I would say a positive. Anything's a positive to being nailed to a tree in the forest. <laughs> it's all pers- I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm, with, to I'm with Tristan on this. Like, wandering to me without stopping is exhausting. Do ghosts, do souls get exhausted? Uh-huh. I would, I would all, I mean, it's just my perspective. Like, when we talk about people passing away, we talk about them finding rest. And to me, that means, you know, just going somewhere, whether it's in the body of a doll nailed to a tree or some form of the afterlife or whatever. Are they not like, you know, enjoying their trip around the world? I mean, it's a child, right? So like I imagine, especially if it's like a traumatic death, like there's fear, they're scared, they're alone, they don't know what to do, they're lost. So like at least I guess in... You know, I kind of agree with you. Like, I wouldn't want to be trapped in the doll either. Right. <laughs> However, at least there's uh, a community. Like, maybe that just helps them stay in that area. Yeah, and it's like a playground. Can, hang out with all the other kids and stuff. Yeah, it's like a playground or a park. Just lots of dolls nailed to trees and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> do ghosts, do souls not uh, age and mature and you know, gain wisdom and oh, man. knowledge. I mean, we're talking about philosophical questions that we maybe lack the ability to sure. answer here. But like that's, we're all assuming, I guess, maybe one way, but I would think that this child soul wandering around, seeing how people live and stuff, they gain a, a memory of that, I would assume, and mm. they mature in age, you know, as a brain would. I don't think they do because... If they're still here wandering, it's because they didn't figure out how to move on. You know what I mean? And that's usually mm-hmm. because of some traumatic thing or whatever. Obviously, like it's stagnant is, energy. Yeah. It's not necessarily like, I mean, it is a consciousness, but it's like it doesn't have like time or space perceptions. So it's right. like technically just living one long day as opposed to like progressing in time like we imagine it and being able to learn and whatever. It's almost like Groundhog's Day for them, I imagine. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with Tristan on this. They're, like, stuck for whatever reason. And I feel like that's when we see depictions of movies where it's, like, it's 1999, but you see a ghost and it's like, Martha! And it's like a 1920s butler. You know what I mean? Like, frozen right. in time. This is all 100% 
you know, just based yeah. on movies and TV pretty much, but most of our knowledge comes because <laughs> <laughs> I never met a ghost or right? a soul. So, I mean, I've never All met one All things to ask when you do. <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 ask around and see, like you know, what's the clearest memory you have while being a ghost, and see what see what they say. You know, yeah. because if they have a memory, then I would assume they have knowledge, because that's prime thing and. Knowledge is memory of it. Seems like a perfect thing to ask the Polaroid picture ghost from right. one of our previous mysteries. He seems to have memory of things before his death, but... And perhaps things after, you know, yeah. because it seems like they were able to basically have a conversation with that ghost. Yeah, like they seem to... He seems to have a knowledge of that, you know, projecting is difficult. It's straining and stuff, so he tells them. So he tells them. So he said... <laughs> One story says that Don Julian actually died in nearly the exact same spot as the girl. Mm. I don't know how much credence to put in that. Wow, that's good. Is, he's alive today or he's dead today? No, he has passed away. And did he die since. in that spot? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's the kind of thing with these kind of mysteries is some people really present it like they know exactly what they're talking about. Right, but it's just because... They heard it from somebody that they respect enough to be like, oh, they know best. Exactly. I can only report what I've found on the internet, and I encourage you to take it all with a big grain of salt. <laughs> As I've demonstrated before, people can alter the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Well, and that's what I was getting ready to say is a lot of people who are very sure about certain things in this story. Then you look and they don't have any sources at all. Right. <laughs> you know? And, uh, but anyway. In 1987, an ecotourist rescue was made, and the island was cleared of its overgrowth. Since then, it has become a major tourist spot. There is an island museum with a store and three rooms, including what seems to have once been a bedroom that holds the original doll and Don Julian's favorite doll. This could have been you, whatever, Shirt and... Whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. Capitalized <laughs> on the dolls. You could have capitalized on the dolls. <laughs> Canic Chase. Yeah. Yeah, you guys could have put up a little museum. You could have had a whole doll thing going on. Instead, you just cleared it out, you know? Dummy. Woof. <laughs> Apparently in like a 19... I want to say 1943 or 1947. I can't quite remember. But a filmmaker in Mexico decided to make a movie about the island of the dolls. And he shot you know, what he found there. And that was the first time that it got really, like, popularized. Mm. And that's the only tie-in I have to T-Bird Turner's TV movies. And, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> there was, like, video footage in it made. Exactly, yeah. yeah. At one point, it was part of some kind of a movie. And so, who knows? <laughs> it ties in just barely. But, yeah, that's the whole story of the Island of the Dolls and... That's all I have for doll-based discoveries that we don't know the true origin of very clearly. Part one of a seven-part series. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think it is interesting that, like, dolls be having spirits in them a lot. Yeah. Like, that's a common thing yeah, I that saw you hear about. I saw Child's Play, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and uh, Pinocchio's Revenge and uh, uh, Demonic Toys. And Puppet Master. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think if there are any more I can think of. I'm just saying it's more common that like someone's like, yes, a spirit inhabits this doll. Or instead of someone's like, yes, 
a spirit inhabits this toaster. If you <laughs> press it down and ask it a question, it'll toast a message. In I mean, morning. that would be dope. I'll be <laughs> talking to my do- my toast every morning. <laughs> well, a uh, quick shout out to Plant Daddy Streams who commented, if you visit, you need to leave a doll. Really? Okay, yeah. okay. so it's constantly growing. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if you sort of need to have the same reference that Don Julian or Don Julian, I guess I should have been saying that per- properly instead of my dumb American. Well, maybe he, maybe he preferred Julian. Maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, he's lived in Mexico, so I assume he huh. prefers the Spanish pronunciation. Some people Julian. like Jorge and some people like George, I've noticed. That is true. You're yeah. not wrong. I haven't met him. He didn't tell me his preferred pronunciation of his name. But just know, if, if you let us know, we'll, we're happy to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, though, like to think if you put up a doll without knowing why you're putting up a doll, does it have the same significance? Right. Like, do you have to say, like, this is in honor of Little a girl. lost soul or yeah. X, Y, and Z? I don't know. Yeah, that's all. I don't have a, an explanation on why the dolls got there, especially in England. I think it's interesting that the same thing happened in two very distant places. I mean, there has to be more forest filled with dolls somewhere that just yeah, haven't been discovered. Undiscovered yet. forest dolls. <laughs> uh, which is the name of my book. <laughs> in this research, there was something that I almost included, which was some a group of people were hiking and they found in the woods there were all these taped up notices of like missing person signs and they weren't just like of the same person plastered all around there were a bunch of different missing person signs all on the different trees and there was even like a little ring around a fire with like stumps for people to sit or whatever like a bonfire set up and so that's like pretty creepy to walk into in the woods but they did a little research and it was somebody's Halloween party. Oh, they had yeah. made missing persons posters of everybody who was like going. I see. And I guess that was the theme or whatever. Oh, and they just forgot to take down the taped pictures. Yeah, I guess Like so. somebody will take care of this. I guess. I think that's a real dick move. You go in the forest, you leave shit behind. Not cool. Yeah. You clean that stuff up. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's the, that's the one I didn't include because it's a solved mystery yeah or in i guess we didn't uh, discuss blair witch project because that's the uh, the same thing is they got their own little trinkets hanging from trees yeah i, mean, I thought I that's the way you were going because in your introduction it sounded more like sticks and things were being built and that these were more just straight up dolls yeah for sure it was just reminiscent you know yeah. i don't want it to be too on the nose just kind of like you know you're walking in the woods Plus, I improvise mine, so they happen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I didn't think too much about it or anything. It's not like I wrote it down. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we always like to say that aliens could have done it, you know, but I don't... I do think there were aliens in the forest. I don't know if they did the... The the doll thing. But I'm sure they're hanging out there just because it seemed like such a hot spot. The the one in whatever Shire. It could be the black-eyed child, maybe. They're her She's, dolls. Yeah, they could be hers, or she gathers the dolls of her victims or something creepy like that. Um, well, after this, we are going to be jumping into our Patreon episode, which yeah. is going to be all about 
aliens and stuff. Are you going to be on the Patreon today? I am. Nice. And we's going to be talking to aliens, bro. So let's drop in for the Patreon. For a limited time, you can actually name your price on our Patreon. So it's a great time to get over there and uh, get subscribed. Listen to a bunch more content. Throw in a a dollar and you get like however many years of... Yeah, you know, name your price. It doesn't have to be a dollar. I'm just saying. (laughs) You can put in a dollar and you go like, oh, this is way better. I, I should... Maybe for a little more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, test yeah, the waters yeah. with a dollar. I but if know. you got a dollar, won't you lay that dollar down? <laughs> right? All that money goes to us creating more fun content, taking trips to create more fun content. Getting the good word out. Yeah, so your money will be returned to you in a way. <laughs> for High Mystery, I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.